lots of style. We've got a lot to smile about. In a special way, we're gonna light your nights and fill your days. Make you dance, make you sing. Welcome to Switching Channels, a podcast about television, and I'm Daryl Roberts. And I'm Dan Delgado, and Daryl, geez, did you hear that exciting song at the beginning of the show here? I did, and I kind of felt like I heard it before. You maybe, maybe you have heard that before. Now, normally what I do here is I will play a theme to some obscure TV show, and I will generally make sure that it is an instrumental theme, so therefore we can have our own little Switching Channels credits over it. But since... Right now, right with this episode, we are getting into the fall season. What I did was I dug up a, you know, you probably remember this happening every year, Daryl, where the fall season is starting, new TV shows are coming, and the networks would just roll out some really inane, awful song that would have uh, all of the people from all of their shows, you know, all the clips would be spliced together, and they'd be kind of announcing, hey, look, fall season is starting. Right. That's what that was. That was NBC's We're Proud. They were proud as a peacock, as it were, back in 1980 and 81. They were also proud to be uh, dead last in the ratings. So when when, when was this? What was the year? 80 to 81. Okay. And uh, the people that were singing, those were not the people from the various shows that were coming on and back? Uh, no, no, it was not. Uh, while you got the clips of all of the shows that were coming back... It was interspliced with a bunch of Vegas-style showgirls who yeah. were on some uh, nutty-looking uh, nineteen early 80s-looking soundstage with feathers. And then at the end, they end up uh, holding colored feathers, which uh, end up resembling the NBC logo. So this happened prior to NBC taking over television. This happened about yes. uh, uh, about four or five years before they just got back on top, or not back, got on top. Yes, this was uh, this was before then. I would say probably about like two three years before uh, NBC. Well, when did they start? When did the NBC takeover technically start? I would say it probably started in '83 and was really kicking in in '84 because '84 is the Cosby Show. Uh, okay. 83 is is a team which I th- I think everyone forgets that that was a, a major juggernaut for the first 2 years of its existence but uh, yeah. yeah it's like I, I don't even know what would be the, their hit show in that clip you did see different strokes you saw facts of life you saw clips from a uh, Quincy you saw clips from I don't know maybe it was Canon there was all kinds of uh, uh I find so- it interesting that they had this was during the era of different strokes and um uh the facts of life you said Yep, that's correct. And that they were still dead last because in my childhood, uh, 10 and 11-year-old brain, that's where everybody would go for television outside <laughs> of Dallas and Knott's Landing, of course. You know what? I, I bet you that Different Strokes at the time might have been their highest-rated show. I, I yeah. should have looked that information up. I'm, yeah, I'm but I'm saying well. that overall, though, they were still not able to be the king 
that they became in the uh, mid '80s. No, no, yeah. In fact, from the late '70s until they they go from worst to first, NBC is last, and they're last by a good mile. You know, by a good mile, they're very last. You know, like CBS and ABC are are neck and neck, and that would be they might be flip flopping a little bit every year. And NBC is just they they are just always the worst. They are just known as oh yeah, that's the terrible network, and that goes on for a good period of time. Who's the NBC of 2014? The NBC of 2014, you know what? It's the it's changed so much that it's really hard. It to might say. be NBC again. Well, okay. As far as what the major networks are concerned, yeah, yeah, it's NBC absolutely, <laughs> and it's been NBC for like the last couple of years. I think they're doing a little bit better thanks to The Voice and maybe a couple of other things. But yeah, as far as just network television is concerned, yes, right. it's NBC. Unless you want to count the CW, which I don't think we count. We we can't. I remember when Fox finally got to that point where we could count it. Yes. And, and it was amazing because prior to that, there was no pressure on Fox. You know, before Fox really crossed over that road, I think it was Married with Children that probably put them over that hump. But before they crossed over that road, they were just cruising along. It, they were just – the mere fact that we were even mentioning their names along with the major networks was just mind-boggling. And then finally they become a, a, became a real competitor. I wonder whether or not that was in a sense a negative for them because now we were looking at them with different expectations. Well, you got to remember, I, you probably remember this very well, that Fox only came on for a few nights a week. And you remember when they would add a night, it was, now it's Fox Monday night. And they yes, would show yes. whatever it was, you know, Alienation or whatever show it was that they had. I remember was, Alienation. I would love that show. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. I think that, that was definitely one of their Monday night shows. And I remember it because that was part of their advertising campaign is that now we have a Monday. And that there was two shows that they had on the Monday. I can't remember what the other one was. But yeah, I I mean I guess that, that's you know what that's a good problem to have I think though once you've made it across the board now that you have seven days of programming you know and then for and for years really their Saturday was always a cheat because it was Cops and America's Most Wanted and really those shows cost about eight dollars to make. Yep, those were the original reality shows. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and it it didn't really cost anything. So I'm sure that, you know those shows ran for years and years and years because of how cost effective they were. Yeah. But you just really brought it brought it brought, uh, back home to me because you know they were only a few nights a week locally in in my area of Chicago was WFLD Television, and so you know WLFLD would just be on you know all the time, and then right. certain nights they would just become. Uh, uh, Fox. <laughs> yes, they, and they would be the exactly. Fox affiliate, and then they would come on. There's no such thing as that today, is there? Uh, well, you know what? I, I there kind of is. There is. Okay, so when we had the WB, and we had UPN, right? Yeah. yeah. Now those two stations, kind of in a sense, merged, and that's now what the CW is. That's basically what you have there. But so you had your affiliates. That were C that were uh, WB, and then you had your affiliates that were UPN, right? And now we only needed one of those channels. You needed to have two of those channels in every area for two networks, right? Yeah. So when those two channels ended up just only being one, the other channel had nothing to do. So there's something out there that's called like my something TV, like my TV, and then it might be the channel, my TV 33 or whatever. I jeez, I, I wish I knew what this. I, I could, and they're probably called something different in every market. Yeah, it, well, you know what? It's in every market, it changes t with whatever the channel is. 
Yeah. And they have their own programming. I, I'm not even sure if this is still around. I know a couple of years ago this was still around. And they had their own programming, but it was nothing of any significance at all. I remember that they had a – like the people who made Cops, they came up with another show. I think it was called Prison. That was a reality show. And it was kind of like right after Cops. Like, you know, you would see people, I guess, getting booked and just, you know, entering prison. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't – now that I don't remember. Yeah. Well, that's because this was – this was not even – Fox, this was much, much less than Fox. It was my TV, blah, blah. My TV, and then fill in the number. I wish I could remember how that worked. or if that I don't think we have around. that. My network TV, that's what it is. Yes, here it is. My network, here here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you. I'm going to give you a link, and you see if the logo here looks familiar at all to you. All right. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now for all of the. No, well, wait a minute. See, it looks familiar, doesn't it? You've it seen, does. You probably was there ignored it. at a certain point once this thing became animated. Was there a pair of glasses that appeared up in there somewhere? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. But I think it was probably changed a little bit everywhere. And in fact, you know, if you scroll down, you'll see where it, all of the listings of all of the ones that they had. So maybe there was one in your area. There might not have been. It wasn't everywhere, but it was you know a, a good amount of places. And it was the you know all the orphans of UPN or WB that that did not get to become the CW. Okay, so here well, you go. to date, one hundred and seventy-two stations are affiliated with the My Network TV. Yeah, I see, and one of them was Chicago WPWR TV Chicago. So we, I, I know that station, so we did have that. There you go. Now let's. I, I wonder. It would, be, it would be great if we could get some... Do you have anything here that's programming? Let me see real quick. I don't want to waste too much time. Here we go. List of programs broadcast by My Network TV. All right, so... Oh, my God. This is what they do? Okay, well, basically, they have nothing original. Mondays, they show Law & Order SVU reruns. Tuesday, they show reruns of Bones. Wednesdays, they show reruns of Law & Order Criminal Intent. Thursdays... It's reruns of House and Fridays. It's well. Wait a minute, reruns of House, twenty twelve to present. What does that mean? Does that mean they're showing from twenty twelve to present or twenty twelve to present? They did it. That's when they did it. That's when they're. That's when they've started it. But you know what's funny is if you scroll underneath there, you will see a bunch of other things that they had. Some of them, I bet you, were original. They definitely had and the reality. So this is a network that's still going on. This is a network that's yeah, but I mean yes, it, yes, absolutely. But if you look at it, you know how much of a network is it? It's basically just reruns at this point. Future broadcast, The Mentalist, The Walking Dead. Yeah, other reruns of other shows that are on other right. networks. You think we can get them to run um, uh, this particular podcast with our pictures up with the audio uh, underneath it? Well, I'll tell you. Listen, you go ahead and get your webcam going, and we'll give yeah. them something to put. We can actually give them a, a, a television show. You're right. You, we could give them an actual television show. That is this correct. is this is something very interesting that you've just come up with. <laughs> wow, I'm so glad that we could discuss my network. This is the most anyone has ever discussed my network TV. Well, don't say that because television. now what's going to happen is they're going to tune into this podcast. They're going to hear this, yes. and they're going to hear you talking about them, and they're going to be excited at first, and then they're going to hear the way that you're talking about them, and then they're going to feel slighted. Then every chance that we've had for our own television show is just collapsed based off of your ability to be rude. Hmm. I would like to say 
that while right now there's nothing but reruns going on with the My Network TV network, mm-hmm. there is potential and there's room for growth. And if somebody out there was savvy enough to snatch up some very clever 2014-minded programming, that yeah. would bode well for their future. So while, while, yes, I will go ahead and say that perhaps I was a little harsh uh, there is room for improvement, as always, and if you just go out there and you look, there are things that are being developed on the Internet. The Internet is a right. wonderful place for original programming these days, and I'll tell you what, if I was running my network TV, that's what I would be doing. I would. Let be me ask you a question here. here. Yes. How many followers do you think they've got on Twitter? More than me. I don't know. How many do you think? I know. You know. All right, so yes. I'm going to have to guess. I will say uh, 10,000. And how many do you have? I have 600. Okay. You will be happy to know you have more than My Network TV. Yes. My Network TV currently has 295 followers on Twitter. Wow. And if you and I follow them, then we can push them closer to 300 than they probably have been ever. That's pathetic. I tell you what. Uh, Listen, no. No. No, Dan Delgado. Don't go and say that's pathetic. Realize we're helping them to grow. That is pathetic that more people aren't following this potentially fine network. There you go. That's right. You know, if they had a few social media savvy people on staff, perhaps they'd get a few more followers. Perhaps they could achieve the 600 that I have. That's right. They they are looking at you with lust. Exactly. Lofty levels that I have achieved. That's right. All right. So. We are here to discuss a couple of new shows because it is the new fall season. Uh, b- before we start that, Daryl, I have a question for you. Is there anything that's coming out this fall that you're excited about? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Really? Okay, good. Yes. Tell this me. This show on CBS yes. um, where uh, this mother is asked to be the Secretary of State. Madam Secretary. Madam Secretary, thank you. I have been waiting for months for this show. This is my kind of show. This is the this show I need for this show to be good. I wow. need it for it to be good. like I'm invested in this show being good. I need it to be good and I need it to stay on the air. I plan listen, and I'm being completely honest here. I plan to love this show. That is spectacular and highly amusing. You know, it premiered last night. I know. I don't watch anything when it premieres. Oh, okay. I just wasn't sure if you were aware that it was it was now available. So basically what you're saying is next week's episode of Switching Channels, we'll probably be talking about that. Oh, you can very – I will have watched it for sure. <laughs> well, okay then. then. You know what? Let's just pencil that one in right now. So right. We, it, we just cross it right off the list of things that we have to get to. You know, I'm not sure if there's anything this season that I'm all that hyped up about. I don't think so. There's nothing where I've been saying, oh, man, I can't wait for this. No, I don't think so. I got to ask you a question if that's the case. Yeah. Why is it amusing that I'm so interested in watching this show? Anytime you're excited about any TV show, it's it's just, I don't know. You're an amusing See, I thought that you were in in judgment mode. I thought you were judging my choice. Well, I'm always judging you. That's, That's what I do. I sit here and I judge you. And I judge everybody else. That's that's kind of that's kind of how I operate. Everybody judges everybody. I just am one of those people who will admit that I'm judging everybody. You know, all right. Well, you know, it's 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 fair. Yes, it is amusing that uh, there's some nighttime 
show about some woman, some mom who becomes Secretary of State, and this is what you're excited about. Yes, I've been excited for the very first time. They started showing the previews back in in the summer, early, I think spring. I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, when does this show start? And then they're going to say fall. I was so pissed (laughs) off that they'd done that to me because I couldn't even believe that they'd gotten my hopes up, making me think that I was going to be able to see this show, and then I had to wait six months before I could possibly see it. I'm thinking to myself, you got this recorded. Otherwise, you couldn't be showing me this crap right now. Give me a sneak peek. Wow. Well, you know what? Once we get more established, maybe we'll get them to start sending sending us these TV shows a little bit earlier, huh? That's what they should have done. They should have sent me the whole season. This is so true. Because, you know, they do that. They come up with nice, decent trailers for these shows in the spring, and they start rolling it out, and and you get a little excited about whatever it is. Oh, this looks good, because they're showing you all the great parts that they have. And, all right, get ready for it in four months. Yeah. What? I don't know why they do that, because I find it to be annoying and frustrating. And for most people, are their attention spans really so long? I mean, I don't think I'm the normal person there. But most people, their attention spans are not long enough that they're even going to remember it. It's like, why are you bothering? I don't know what the – maybe maybe there's something subliminal that's happening there that I'm just completely unaware of because on a rational level, it seems ridiculous to start showing that so far in advance. It really does, especially since they're trying to also sell you on, some, on shows that they're going to, to run only over the summer. Yeah, you know they've got that whole summer season that now exists, which is you know the, the this bizarro season that they have of TV shows that, that they plan to only have for ten to thirteen episodes, and a lot of times to never come back again. You know, a lot of times we're gonna we're gonna run this show, and if it doesn't work, you know, who cares? That's fine as long as we're not running reruns. That's all that matters. That we don't run any reruns in the summer anymore, and. You would think, I, I guess it's because they, the, the summer shows are such low priority. Maybe that's why they're trying to roll it out for you a little bit early. And they're thinking that you're going to remember. Or they just want to keep you interested somehow. I will tell you every so often. Sometimes though, those commercials are better than the shows they're running. Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. And I will tell you this, though. I see a number of shows, a number of ads for shows during that springtime. And there is one or two that I will think, wow, that looks good, just like what happened with you. And then I will wait for that show. And I will be looking for it when fall comes out. And maybe that's all it is that they're hoping for. Maybe. You know, and they really got me with this. And I'm telling you, this show has going to have to be horrible for me to not like it. So they, get- I mean, they, I, I, I'm, I'm walking in giving them every chance. This is not one of those things where, oh, the expectation is so high. Or, no, I'm just, I've just accepted that I'm going to love this show. So they really have got a really low threshold to get past with me. Well, goodness sake. <laughs> what is if so I, exciting if, about this? If a this, week from I now, I don't understand we're this. reviewing this show, and I hate this show, yeah. it truly sucks. It truly sucks. All right, yeah. all right, that's fine. Uh, I, I would like to think that you would try to be as objective as possible. No. No, that's no. not happening. Well, you know, not what? on this show. All right. Well, at least you could acknowledge that. At least you will right. admit your. your I'm usually I'm very objective for the most part. What are you so in love with, by the way? Just the idea that of it. it. I well, I like political shows. Sure. I like shows that have something to do with things that I, I you know, in, in in worlds that I believe is 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 real. Do you remember? And I like women in power for some reason. I'm like, you know, movies and television shows that women would traditionally like. I love. I end up loving those shows. Do you remember a few years ago there was a uh, uh, a 
a drama series about the first woman president. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I loved that show. And when it got canceled, I was beyond pissed. I think that was one of the shows that got canceled like mid-season. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, I was pissed. I don't even re- remember what this was called. <laughs> I was I now you back then I watched Ooh. shows when they came on. And I, I watched that show every week. I I, re- I can remember back in the 1980s there was a show called Hell to the Chief which starred Patty Duke where she was uh, president of the United States. That this show was called this show was called the same thing. It was called Hell to the Chief. It was called Hell to the Chief? Yeah, I bl- I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, then that's fantastic. But this ain't the same show with Patty Duke. Well, no, it, it wasn't a wacky sitcom. No, it was not. Mm. She was a she was the president? Yeah, she was the president and you know her husband was like first whatever, first gentleman. Yeah, first guy. And, and and he was always like, you know, embarrassed all the time and uh, I don't really know. No, this was, was this was on. very serious and the husband was, you know, getting involved in for, like, you know, the things that first ladies do, but you know, he was taking his place. He was very supportive of his wife, but I'm pr- commander in chief. That was the name of the show. Oh, okay. All right, that sounds familiar, Commander in Chief. Yes, Commander in Chief. Now, was that with uh, Gina Davis? I, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Then, I, yeah, I I remember this show. I I did not watch the show, but I remember the show. See, if we had been doing this this podcast back then, I probably would have seen it. Yeah, but you wouldn't have liked it, and that would have pissed me off. How do you know I wouldn't have liked it? I might have. Well, given I, it a nice it's review. not your kind of show. I, I I think I have a pretty good grasp of things that you might like. I don't think you would have liked this show. You have no idea about anything, Daryl Roberts. All right, well, we'll 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 see. We'll see how we uh feel about this show. All right. Well, first of all, let, let's talk about the shows that we're going to talk about tonight. You how mean we're 22 minutes into this uh podcast <laughs> and we've not even mentioned the shows that that we're here to critique? I have a I have a firm belief that you and I could do a 55-minute podcast talking about and television never and never get to any of the shows. We could just keep this going the entire time. Yeah, let's not. that's not fair to the listeners because, see, they're going to want to know what we think about these particular shows. Yes, that's right. We've got a couple of shows that have not even debuted yet. So this is kind of an advanced look that we're talking about here. Did you know? Yeah, we, were you let's aware? Make, let's pretend like we got advanced copies. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, fresh from the networks, fresh That's from our right. network screamer, sc- screeners that we got here at the Switching Channels headquarters. Uh, let's see. Our first. And, and show, I want to say this: the oh. networks got it all screwed up. They sent on on the one that I watched. It said Dan Delgado, and the one that he got, of course, said Daryl Roberts. And so, you know, that was a little annoying seeing Dan's name at the bottom of the screen the whole time. But I dealt with it. You know, I just kind of appreciate that I had it. I was just yeah. grateful for, for what it was. That's all. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I hear you. All right. So with that, let's start with our first show. It's called A to Z. Yes. And it starts out with an interesting premise. You are given a voiceover explaining about how this couple, these this gentleman and this lady, that would be Andrew and Zelda, how they meet and they're going to date for however many number of days. I believe it's 88 days or something like this. No, yeah, well, they got it down to the amount of seconds. Yes, they do. They have the exact amount, number of days and weeks and seconds, and it may be longer than 88 days because that doesn't sound that long. That's only like three months, so it's got to be longer. Than yeah, it was, it was over a year. It was over a year? Okay. Well, thank you very much. And so apparently this series will go ahead and detail exactly what went on in this relationship from A to Z. Huh? Yeah. You like that title? Huh? Huh? Daryl, what do you think of that title? The title, I didn't yeah. even understand it until they started talking. I don't, you know what? I think that I started to understand the title halfway through the show. 
Oh, okay. Well, obviously. Yeah, it didn't make any sense to me at first. Even with that explanation at the beginning, I didn't quite get it. Oh, I see. I see. So, so anyway, Daryl, please. Uh, now that we know what this show is about, you have uh, Andrew. He is an employee at an internet dating website. And then you have Zelda. She is a, a, a lawyer. She is the uh, serious one. He is the flaky one. The two of them meet cute. And now we are going to have a nice, wacky relationship Situation comedy. Daryl, what did you think of A to Z? Okay, now listen. It's very interesting, my thoughts on this show, because it's one extreme to the other. All right, we'll, we'll go ahead and give it With the me. positives, I loved the characters. Okay. I liked the talking all around it as they introduced the characters. I liked the premise of this show. I, I was really thoroughly impressed with the plot. Even though the entire time I'm saying, this is the thing, this is what Dan is going to say. Predictable! Everything that happens, in my mind, you're saying, I saw this coming a mile away. This is classic sitcom material, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) It's still like a chick flick type of a show, which Uh I happen to like. And this, to me, would have been an amazing movie. Amazing. Would have been a really interesting movie. Very, very good. They could have played and explored all of these various things. Now, here's where we detour a little bit. I am going to watch more of this. I suspect I am going to watch the entire series. However, mm-hmm. I cannot fathom that this show is going to be successful. I cannot fathom that there's going to be a season two, even though I would want a season two. But I don't know if I'm going to want a season two, knowing that they're only going to be a couple for however many uh, uh, days and however many hours and however many seconds. You know, I don't know exactly what comes after that because they leave you hanging, whether or not it's a marriage or whether or not they break up and go their separate ways. But the way that they're doing this, for me, it doesn't bode. It's almost like we're starting with an ending. And when you start a sitcom with an ending at the end of the season, it doesn't necessarily make me look forward to it being another season. I know that that's all subliminal, and I know that it sounds silly. I would have preferred that this have been a movie, and we could have explored the entire thing, because with a movie, it's understandable that you got an ending. But I also don't think that other... I don't think that there are enough people like me for this to get any significant ratings... I do not believe that there will be a season two, and I predict you hated it. That's a lot of predicting. And yeah. Okay, so let's let's address some of these things. First of all, um, as far as movie goes, Daryl, there's a movie called Five Hundred Days of Summer, uh-huh. which is the similar plot. That's just a recommendation to you. It's a it's a, about a relationship that a guy has with a girl named Summer that lasts for five hundred days. Okay. See? There you go. I'm with you on the end point. They do. They set an end point. They tell you. This relationship lasts this long. And shows that set end points, I don't know. There's something frustrating about it. There is, all of a sudden, now you're anticipating things. Now you're looking for things. It, it you're changes. not just sitting back going along with the ride. Right, exactly. You, it, it, Your expectations have changed. This happened with How I Met Your Mother. Now, I honestly never liked that show. But... What I can tell you is is that I always heard from people who did like that show, and they were always talking about the ending, which would be how who the mother is and how the person met the mother. The mother was not introduced into the show until, like, the last season or somewhere thereabouts, right? So they said at an end point at the beginning, 
of that series, which lasted like eight or nine years anyway. It lasted way too effing long. And I would imagine it's got to get annoying after a while. Like, they would tease the mother, who the mother is, all the time. And In, in the show a, how, how I Met Your Mother? Yes. They See, would, I've would, never seen that either, and I just always thought that the mother was just a character and it just had something to do with... You know, I thought she was on there all the time, and yes. and that was just a goofy name. Yes, and yes, but no, the mother was not on. It was not a regular. Oh, that would on the piss show. me off. Doesn't show up until like the last season. You know, a lot of that times would, they would, that would show, piss me off. You know, I would uh, never hang in for anything like that. <laughs> I know that at the end of one season they showed the mother, and but you only saw like you know, her, her back. You know, she was holding an umbrella, so you really could see. It was like Charlie's on Char- Charlie on Charlie's Angels. Yeah, exactly. It was that whole thing. Uh, yes, you are correct in a number of your predictions. Um, the the story is really cliche. Yes, it is sitcom writing 101. And really, it's sitcom writing in terms of its plot, and then in terms of its attitude, it's very 2014. Uh, if, if you watch it, maybe you'll know what it is that I'm talking about. I did not care for this show at all. I didn't like these characters. I, it, I hated all of it. You're right. I hated it. I couldn't wait for it to be over. At times, I wanted to throw things at my television. Didn't like it. Hope it gets canceled quickly. It uh, doesn't come on until October 2nd, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thursday night. How long do you predict? Do you predict the full season of this? I think this could go the full season. That's the thing about it. Even though I didn't like it, I could see it catching on. I really could. And I'm sure after um, the first season is over and the season finale will anticipate whatever happens at the end of this relationship right they will find some dumb way to to either reset the clock or they're going to be engaged and now something else is going to happen but you know season two could be the two of them dating other people but since they're in a circle of friends they're still together and eventually the you know we're going to get back together then the clock will start again and then we'll have a new time frame something along those lines either way yeah i I want them to not do that no i don't want any of that to happen in fact i don't even want to see this show ever again i didn't like it at all it wasn't funny i didn't like any of the characters nobody was particularly engaging on this show i i I'm not so necessarily against the overall idea of the show. But like you said, it's more for a movie. And there's already a movie that has done this. And I've seen that movie. And I liked that movie. So I don't need this show. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's enough of you A to Z. So you ready to move on? Yes, we know how you feel. Yes, we we need to move on to... to, Well, what are we doing next? Well, next we're, we're going to do our other brand new series. Okay, great. I was about to say because we, you'll understand why, but it's very important that we quickly get to that now, especially after your last comments. Okay, well, all right. Our next series is called Selfie. This doesn't premiere until September 30th, which would be next Tuesday as I am speaking these here words. That will be debuting on ABC. It's going to be on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. And Selfie tells the story of Eliza Dooley. She is someone who, well, she's a, you know, a, a typical 2014 gal. She's, she's uh, really attractive and totally obsessed with social media. As you will notice that Instagram and Twitter and Facebook are name-checked over and over again. And even Tumblr got in there. Holy cow. And apparently, though, Eliza, even though she has thousands and thousands of friends online... 
she comes to realize that she has no real friends in the real world. Oh, no. Yeah. Her world is virtual. Yes, exactly. So she decides to uh, enlist the help of Henry. Henry is a, well, look, he's a real stick in the mud. He's a very professional kind of guy. And I don't really see that, friend, that Henry seems to have a lot of friends either, but okay. Henry seems like he has absolutely no fun ever in life, and what he's going to do is teach her to not be such a flake, and then I'm sure she's going to teach him to be not such a stiff, and yeah. again, we're, we're dealing in the rom-com thing. Here is the deal, though. If you've ever seen My Fair Lady or go all the way back to Pygmalion, it's the same story. And if you think I'm just kind of, you know, making, oh, it's a comparison, no, it's really that story. Henry, John Cho plays Henry Higgs, in My Fair Lady, it's Henry Higgins. In uh, the, Karen Gillian is playing Eliza Dooley. In My Fair Lady, she's Eliza Doolittle. So that's no accident. This is exactly what we're doing. We're doing the social media version of My Fair Lady as a sitcom in 2014. Daryl, please, your thoughts on what I have just talked about. Taking notes from your critique of A to Z, you mentioned things like uh, you wanted to slap uh, the characters. Mm -hmm. You were hoping that the show would uh, end. You were disgusted that you were watching the show. You needed it to hurry up and end. You hope that the show gets canceled. You uh, hope that it ends sooner than later. You never, ever want to see anything having to do with that show again. I agree completely with all of that. For this show, I would also like to make it. Uh, I, I'd like to go further than you did about A to Z. I, I would like to to take all of your comments from A to Z mm -hmm. and literally say you laid the exact premise for everything that I wanted to say about selfie. And I would also like to add, at certain points in watching this show, I got upset with you personally <laughs> for having me watch this show. I then got upset with the network for even putting this show on. And at a certain point, everything changed over where I said, I'm a little, I feel a little bit bad for the, for the actors here. Because they probably believe that they have a shot here. They probably somewhere in their subconscious mind believe, you know, I, I, this is work. And, you know, this is going to be something on my resume. And who knows? Who knows? This crazy ride might just take me someplace. You know, Ugly Betty. People didn't think that that was going to work out. But look what happened with Ugly Betty. Anything <laughs> can happen. And this ain't going to happen for any of these people. I would hope that they don't even put this show on their resumes because this will actually be an embarrassment. You're going to get people and they're going to say, who? What? I've never even heard of this show. I don't think that this show is even going to make it halfway through the season. I hope that they get so much bad feedback from what they did air that they never even start the season of this show. I don't even know if that's possible. This is one of the worst shows that you have ever had me watch, and I resent you for it. Really? Now, wait. Are, are you sure about that? I didn't say it was the worst. Mm. But you'd start telling me the worst, and I'm telling you this stacks up there with it. Gee, Daryl, why don't you tell us how you really feel? I <laughs> want nothing to do with – I don't even want to see a commercial for this show again. Now, what, what if I told you that I've already seen the second episode, and it's hilarious? Won't matter. I will not watch it. You wouldn't watch it. I won't. You wouldn't give this it a is, second chance. I, I will not give this show a second chance. I will not. This is – this show was – oh. Was the first episode good? I, well, you've I'm seen, asking you a question. 
No, the first episode wasn't any good. Because I, I didn't know, you know, like you, you didn't have not even given your opinion on it. No, and I haven't given my opinion, if, but the idea of tricking if, you if into you watching it. If you now told me that the second episode was yes. hysterical, yes. I'd put a little bit of weight in that, mm-hmm. but I still wouldn't be able to actually go. I would just say, good for you for watching it. I see. Okay, well, I just want to know if I could trick you into watching more of no. this show that you hate so much, because Ew, that would be buddy. so funny. If if that were to happen, like if we came yeah. and we did this a week from now, and you were ma- even angrier because now you've had to watch two episodes of Selfie, then uh, that would be highly amusing. If you created a scenario where I needed to watch another episode of this in order to remain on the podcast, I would have <laughs> to seriously consider my future. <laughs> All right, I will tell you, uh, I did not care for this show either. This show is also not very good, and there's something about it in. Its name, selfie, which is a very nauseating term that's tossed around today. It it just feels like it's so trying to catch on to what's going on today and yeah. with with young people, you know? Anything that's gonna toss out as many social medias as it has, anything that's going to go ahead and and, and call itself selfie. It's just so it, it's asking you to hate it. That's what really this show is doing. Like, when I look at this show, when I watch this show, it's basically saying, please, Dan, hate me. Hate me as much as you possibly can. And I, I, I don't think I hated it worse than A to Z. I don't think I hated it worse than that. I think I may have been amused at a joke here or there. Yeah, I wasn't. I will tell you, just as awful, just as predictable, just as, as, as lame. I mean, it is just nothing good is going on with this show. Nothing at all. I did go and and check to see if her Instagram really did exist, and I I did not find it. Although, apparently, the actress has an Instagram with the name of her character, with the same name as as her character has. Like, her character has an Instagram name of, I don't know, some play on Dooley, and then she has one, which is also a play on Dooley with an extra O in it. And uh, I, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. Yeah, you got way further in it than me. Well, I, I could not I, wait for it. I had to. This, this is the problem. I was doing this while the show was on. I was like, well, I wonder if this Instagram is actually real. Let's let's go ahead and uh, explore if that's uh, a real thing. You know, that's what I was doing. You know what I'm getting out of what you're saying show. now is you are finding a way to get through. I was sitting there suffering. Yes. Where you you found a way to make it bearable, I guess. Yes, I did. I because then I I you know what? Here's what I did. While the show was going on, and I'm half paying attention, and I did pay it, you know, I saw everything. I saw it all, okay? I want to make sure that that's clear, that I saw everything. But while I was doing that, I was also going ahead and being a creep, looking through um, this actress's, uh, Karen uh, Gillian, or Gillian, uh, looking through her Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a scene on here. Yes. Where she's vomiting into a uh, vomit bag. Oh, my God. Yes, that's the And then opening. she vomits into another vomit bag. Yes. And then everybody knows that she's vomiting, and then she walks through the airplane to the bathroom. I guess turbulence hits. Is that what it was? And the vomit is just now all over her. I think the – okay, I think the vomit soaked through the bag, and then it just – I guess the turbulence helped it helped the bags rip. Because they ripped. Yeah, well, at a certain, it was just all over her. Yes, and uh, and we should go ahead and clarify. This is why she has come to this conclusion: is that you know she is somebody who was a dork when she was younger, and then she made herself all pretty, 
And now she's had this huge embarrassment where she's vomited embarrassingly on the plane and everybody on the plane was somebody that she worked with and they all laughed at her and nobody helped her out and she realizes how empty her life is. Honestly, I think she overreacted a little bit. Like, the way everyone reacted to her, I think, was a little... It was honestly, it was very sitcom-esque. It was something that I would see on television. I don't think everybody would be so mean to you if you're vomiting violently on an an airplane. I don't think people would just be, oh, that's what you get, Eliza, for being a shallow person. I don't yeah, and everybody was holding up their cameras and you know yes, videoing exactly. it and taking yeah. pictures and yes, because she had vomit on her and then she took her clothes off and then she had to like I, she wore something I don't know like a, like towels or something instead and everyone just guffawing at uh, this uh, you know needed comeuppance that she's been given ho 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 you know it's just a terrible show in fact the, the more we talk about this show maybe I hate it more than A to Z. Yeah, well, I would hope so. If you have any common sense, you would. Well, I, honestly, if you had any common sense, you wouldn't have enjoyed any bit of A to Z because that show was garbage. A to Z was pretty funny. Moving on, this ends the new show portion because Daryl has decided that he feels the need to bring a TV show into the podcast, which I always applaud, by the way. We want to encourage Daryl to watch TV shows on his own. So I'm always mm-hmm. excited when Daryl's excited about a TV show. And Daryl, what is it that you're bringing to us this week? I am bringing you Veep. And before we talk about what it's about, can yes. I tell you how we got to where we are at right now? Oh, please do. All right. So there's a story behind this. I watched Veep about a year and a half ago. Okay. Because Veep is my kind of show. It's you know, woman who's the vice president. Absolutely. I don't know. There's something about powerful women. I just like watching television shows where there are powerful women in there. Mm-hmm. So okay. I did, I had never seen any previews. I didn't really know what it was about. I just knew it was about a woman vice president, and Julia Louise Dreyfus was the vice president. Mm-hmm. So I watched it, and I think I was eating while I watched it, and my attention kept drifting, and I wasn't looking at every bit of the things that were happening, and it just didn't ring with me. It didn't. It was a little bit boring. I wasn't understanding the pace. I don't think that I was clearly understanding what was going on, and I just said, I, I whatever. I don't like this show. About a year and a half went by, and I, I would say about a month and a half ago, something in me said. Give Veep another chance because it was still like it's still on. I am thinking, oh, this show's clearly going to be canceled because it was horrible. I then start watching it again, and by the time I I watched the full episode, paying everything, every you know, all of the attention to it. By the time we it was done, I immediately needed another episode. By the time I finished that second episode, I was hooked. And what I've been doing is mm-hmm. slowly catching up and watching the Veep. When I say slowly, I mean like sometimes if I am really into something, I'll just binge marathon. I now will watch two or three episodes and then take a couple of days break and then watch like three more. Wow. So I'm now in I believe I'm in season uh, three. Okay, that is the last season that uh, that uh, just finished this year is season three. I now love the show. Mm-hmm. It is one of my favorite shows now. Wow, listen to you, isn't that? This will not be happening with uh, Selfie, uh, just so you know. You know, I hear the second episode is really good. Yeah. You should okay. go, I'm just letting you know, you should go back. <laughs> I should go back and you go back and just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. Uh, I've seen Veep. I do not regularly watch Veep, but I am aware that it is a show that I should watch more often. Because when I have seen it, 
I thought it was really funny and really clever and really amusing. Yeah. And now, are you familiar with a TV show with a British show called The Thick of It? No. Okay, so the guy who created this show did another show called The Thick of It over on uh, the BBC, and it's the same style of show. Like, it's there's a lot of improvisation, and really there's a lot of swearing, and there's even a movie version of that called In the Loop, which is a really amusing movie. It's really, really good. You should, uh, you should find that. Add that to your list that you have been making this entire episode. Right under 500 Days of Summer, write down In the Loop as movies no, that right. you should watch. And... So both of those, similar style to Veep. So when Veep came on, I kind of knew what I was getting into. In fact, I thought it was going to be an actual spinoff or there was going to be a relation, but I don't think there is, other than the fact that it's politics and there's just a lot of talking and uh, a lot of funny things going on. Um, listening to you talk about it, I kind of feel bad that I'm not more into that show uh, than I am. Like, I should be really into it because it's it is, so good. It is really right up my alley. I know it's really good. I know the writing is really so good. So well written, yeah. Yes, yes, that's what it is. And, you know, that, that dialogue flies right out. And um, I promise to, uh, to, to watch more episodes. I don't even know that we've even talked about what it's about. So just to give a, a synopsis, we're dealing with a, the first woman vice president. Yes. But as the show comes on, you really get to see her, her, uh, her, her, how she evolved into this position, and I really believe that she was taken from Hillary Clinton. I, I, I truly believe that Hillary Clinton was the, was the inspiration behind this because what you're looking at is you're looking at her campaign for president, and you can see that she was really on a roll. I guess everybody saw that she was going to be the next president of the United States, and then you see the uh, the 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 newspaper articles that said something like. Uh, she hits a, a rough spot Then she suspends her campaign And she's got these crazy faces as they go along And then they say that she's now Proudly accepting the vice president's position Which is clearly you know, Not what she wanted And she has a horrible look on her face At that point She's in the vice president's office She's just a shill The president wants nothing to do with her The president wants nothing to do with her opinion She's cut out of everything What's a vice president really? The vice president only has one job I don't know I was, I was pretty much in, I, I really liked politics when I was in school the, po the vice president has one job And one official job Break ties in the senate He's the president of the He or she is the president of the United States Senate. And when there is a tie, 50-50 vote on either side, the vice president will then decide what passes. Because whatever he votes or she votes, is go, it's what goes up to the president. And that is the actual only job, and that's the only job they utilize her for in this show. And she's now, throughout this entire show, trying to make herself relevant, trying to get closer to the president, and realizing that the president wants nothing to do with her, at the same time trying to fight her way through political battles so she can at least not look like a big jerk. Which she frequently does. Oh, absolutely. She looks like a big jerk a lot of the time. And you never actually see the president unless uh, it has happened. Ever. Right? Like, you never see him. You know, th and uh, you don't know what, what political party they're on. You know, they, you know, they just try to make it ambiguous as far as that goes. And, yes, it's – you know, there, there is that whole perception of the vice president as just being uh, a schmuck, you know? Yep. We, uh, like, my entire life, 
I, I should I would say that it started for me in, in my existence with Dan Quayle back in the uh, late 80s early 90s where that was a that was the vice president and you made fun of him that's he's there uh, look I got this guy to ensure that nobody would ever kill me because we don't want that moron to be president right you know we have that today with Joe Biden everyone makes fun of Joe Biden for being a moron correct absolutely yes so that's and that is kind of what goes on here and it's a really funny idea for a show like the idea itself is really funny and the show itself lives up to that premise you know there's something that I have that they do in this show and I've seen it in a few shows that I've watched um, where you're dealing with the vice president and the the president or you know when you're dealing with with, with politics and I don't I'm gonna say this you probably haven't noticed it but this is a running theme you're dealing with secret service all you know of course the president has secret service and when the president is coming anywhere you can't be in the hallways or you can't be on the highway when the president you know is on the highway you know about those things right yes absolutely okay. well in all of these shows that i watch the vice president definitely has a secret service detail the vice president definitely gets a lot of security but people are always just walking up and down the halls where the vice president is in a way where if somebody tried to pull something, there would be Secret Service there. But they actually would be able to get to the vice president very often. <laughs> I'm not talking about with the motorcade. I'm talking about just the way that they move through the halls of Congress when they're actually at locations. People are closer to them than they actually are they would never have that type of access to the president. Like, if somebody wanted to throw a spitball at the vice president, they could very easily do it in all of these television shows. And it makes me wonder mm -hmm. whether or not the difference in the security detail of the president and the vice president is as extreme as I'm seeing in all of these television shows. What I'm seeing is always very subtle. I wouldn't even think that anybody was supposed to notice it except that I see it in every one of the shows. You have... You know, the vice president walking through halls and there are four or five Secret Service members around them. And you know that if it were the president, the hall would just be cleared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I have a – now, of course, I don't know, but it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's exactly how that is. I have a feeling that they do a lot of research to keep these things as accurate I, as, as possible. authentic as possible. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. So uh, I, I bet you that's exactly how that is. And if that's the case, then mm -hmm. it's almost got to be, like, offensive. You know that if POTUS is there, you know if the president is around, mm -hmm. everything is completely different. And when he or she is not there, the difference is glaring. But who's going to notice it? Nobody really except the vice president because the vice president sees what they do for the president. <laughs> and the vice president knows that he or she's not getting that. Yes. Huh. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah. And of and course, I've noticed it. I've uh, noticed it in wow. this. I've noticed it in Alpha House. I've noticed it in the uh, um, uh, Netflix show. What's the name of that? The House of Cards. Oh, House of Cards. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like the especially that you second go to, season. You go to the vice president, and they got security, but yeah, you it, know, it, it, it is it, it's the all, they're a lot more accessible. Yes, this is absolutely true. All right, so let's see. Um, I, so we both like Veep. That's the good news that we both like Veep. Yes, I like it more than you, though. Uh, yes, you're apparently in love with the show. But maybe if I watched it more often, I would be in love with it like you. I would like for you to come up to the uh, in loving that I have with it. I like it. A to Z. I think I'm going to grow tired of it eventually. I, I don't know. I just don't know what's going to happen. I'm already tired. I, I'm mad at them 
for doing it the way that they they did it. You did not like A to Z, mm-hmm. and we both greatly disliked Selfie. Yes, that's correct. That is correct. I I am unhappy with the way that they did everything on A to Z. So you were only wrong in one occurrence during this podcast. Uh, And that would be having you express your opinions? No, that would be your opinion on um, Uh, A to Z. Oh, of course. That's right. Daryl, do you know what happens Friday night? Oh, really? Yes. It's back. It is back this Friday night. That is correct. Oh, wow. We have Shark Tank coming back. Speaking of Shark Tank, did you get the picture that I sent you today? No, you sent me a picture. No, I did not get it. I sent you a picture on Facebook. I got one of those um, um, scrubby things that they were selling on Shark Tank. I think it was like two years ago. <laughs> the scrub Maybe buddy. The, yes. Uh, the, yes and thank then, you. And then the, the, like the big one is the scrub daddy, and that thing made like a billion dollars. I Well, I have one as of today. How exciting is that? Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Look at you. I was at my sister's house, uh, Dan Delgado. Yeah. And my sister is real anal about people uh, making a mess at her house. So I was actually over there, and I I pulled out one of her dishes. And when I was done, I went to wash it, and I saw that she had that there, and I started flipping out as to where she got it from. And just like a commercial, Dan Delgado, she said, would you like one of your very own? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> of course And she you went would. into the cabinet and pulled out a fresh one and handed it to me, and I was elated. Look at that. How adorable is that? And it works just like they say. Oh, yeah, because, you know, that, that that is the gold standard. That is one of your gold standard Shark Tank products there. It works wonderfully, and it sells wonderfully as well. Ah, uh, yes. All right. Very good. Shark Tank comes back this Friday, which means we will be back in the Shark Tank business. We will be doing the Shark Tank episodes. And, you know, it's, it's got to be just a few weeks away that we're that the profit comes back. And we got to work that into the Shark Tank episodes, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'll be watching the profit every episode, every episode. In fact, I went back to start watching season one, but they had removed yes. them from the on-demand. So I'm hoping that oh, they put them back. Oh, you missed out. Hey, Dan, um, yes, real quickly before we get out of here. Yes, sir. I am, like, literally foaming at the mouth over the new uh, Blacklist coming back, and I think I'm a little upset that you're not. I am not foaming at the mouth. I am looking forward to it, and I will watch it. And, in fact, it debuted tonight. I know you don't watch anything when it's live, and I usually don't either, by the way. So, uh, But, not, but not why? Like, did they really – I remember when we were watching that show, and you made a comment, a very specific comment. Okay. You said, if her husband is not dead at the end of this season, I'm bailing. Do you recall saying that? You you are correct. I you said he's got to go, and I told you he wasn't going anywhere. You were, And you were correct about that, and I do find that to be frustrating about that show. That guy should not be around. The, the way that that story's been going, come on, just... There's a lot of ridiculous things that go on with the blacklist, and I accept a lot of them. And I'm not telling you I'm bailing on this show because I'm not. I will definitely be watching it again. I do enjoy it, but I don't feel the urgency to see it. Now, I will tell you, I haven't seen a lot of ads for the new season, so maybe oh, that, I have. maybe that's why. Maybe if I saw the ads and you know my my appetite you know got a little wet there, uh, that would get me going but i have not seen i think anything. that the ads might be doing a disservice though because i, I don't know that they're going to be able to live up to what i've seen oh re- you know you know that? i okay. think that they're probably just like showing their best stuff well that's what most ads for programming does they show you the yeah. best crap and then you know you try to 
trying to get you try to get through the the moments that you saw on television. Oh, well, I just is, hope they yes. don't do anything ridiculous, like have him just like pop up in the West Wing. You know, <laughs> just like walk in there, tell the president something, and then leave out. If they do something like that, I think I got to bail. And the way they're going, they could do that. Oh, absolutely! I'm surprised. <laughs> Red isn't actually really running the world through his uh, his network of of basically just being an evil taxi service for bad guys. That's basically and what he's doing. He, he he can get into any situation, and and also get out of any situation. I yeah. know, I know. That's that's the beauty of it. Hey, we're out of time, Daryl. I gotta go. We, we gotta are. Stop. You gotta go. All right. So, uh, if you want to send us an email, it's da- it's. I was gonna say danatalkradiox.com. It's how rude is that? It's it's honestly it's beyond rude. Switching channels pod at at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. It's at sc pod. We'll be back again soon enough, talking Shark Tank and more new shows. Take us out of here, Daryl. Good night, everybody. <laughs>